You are listening to episode number 32 of the Dr. Denise Simpson podcast. Hi, I'm Denise Simpson, a master life and leadership coach who helps high performers and leaders reach their next level of success with confidence, pride, and true fulfillment. You'll hear about real clients with real problems navigating their success in life, business, and career. So if you're ready, let's get started. Hey, friends. Welcome. I hope you all are fantastic. I am finally home after a week-long trip to South Padre Island, which is here in Texas. It's about six hours from where I live. And I met up with my sisters, my cousins, and my aunts and had such a wonderful time. It was spent relaxing, rejuvenating, and catching up with these women, these very strong-minded women in my life. And we needed a getaway, and no men were allowed. I even told my husband, this is an opportunity for the women to just decompress from the world, and you need to stay home. So it was a wonderful opportunity to, again, catch up with them and to rest. My day looked like runs on the beach in the morning. It looked like tennis playing, beach time and pool time, lots of drinking, lots of good eating, and lots of sleeping. I couldn't believe how late I would sleep in. My body was just needing this rest and relaxation. It was so, so good. And I was counting down the days (laughs) until I left because I felt for the past few months that I was burning the candle at both ends. And for those of you who are high performers and leaders, you know this feeling. You know the feeling of being on the go constantly and not really knowing when to shut the switch off. And especially during COVID, as I was serving my leaders at a whole new level, they were requiring. Uh, a new coach, really, a brand new leadership coach. I had to level up my skills, had to level up my time, my opportunities that I had for them, my workshops, my trainings. I really had to look within to see what I was capable of giving them. You know, as a coach and a consultant, I lived to serve my clients, and they were requiring really a whole new level of support which is why I'm calling this episode The Supported Leader. Because as I was supporting them during the pandemic and all of the crazy things that we have been living through together this year, I was finding myself burning out and burning the candle at both ends. And here I was supporting them, but I was not supporting myself. So, If you are a leader, a high performer, someone who is serving their family, serving their organizations, serving their clients or their customers, this is an episode for you, my friend, because we need to support ourselves first and foremost before we can support anybody else, before we can serve another. You know, the premise that I ask you all to come to every episode with is the idea of the nucleus, you, the core of your life. You are at the center of influence. You are the core 
influencing or inspiring others in your life. And I call these layers, spheres of influence. You have an effect on so many people in your life. But we have to look at you first and foremost before we can go and influence or inspire another person. And so that's the idea I'm coming to you with today is you, the core, the nucleus. How do we support you, the leader? And as I was supporting my leadership clients during this pandemic, again, I found myself depleted. I found myself on edge. I gained so much weight. All of my weight loss goals were out the window. All of my boundaries were out the window. All of my self-control was out the window because I found that my nervous system was on like hyper drive. I was on the go serving them at all hours of the day and night, responding to emails, responding to text messages, serving them and making sure that I was helping them meet their own needs. And I was neglecting myself during this process. So I was counting down the days to leaving. I was ready. I mean, I was on my calendar every day, just excited to be one day closer to leaving my home and going to South Padre Island to visit with my family. And yes, as I was there, I did do a a short outline for today's episode. I wanted to talk about this and why it's important that we support ourselves first and foremost. And for those of you who are thinking, well, that's pretty self-centric. Wow, that's really self-serving. And I'm going to say, yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's about being self-aware. It's about you knowing your limits, you knowing when it's time to pull back on the reins, you being mindful of what your needs are. And it's also about you having the energy and, and the effectiveness to serve the people in your life. It's also about having hope, hope for the future, hope for your children, hope that this climate changes soon for all of us or improves. And so it also means having compassion, compassion for yourself and yes, compassion for what others are going through. And by the way, those three things I just mentioned, mindfulness, hope, and compassion are three really important elements that I learned from a book called Resonant Leadership. And this is written by Richard Boyatzes and Annie McKee. This book was required reading for me during my doctoral program. And it was important that if we were leading or we are serving our leadership clients, that we help them find a way to renew themselves, to help them rejuvenate themselves so they can continue to be effective leaders. And these three elements, mindfulness, compassion, and hope, are three really important characteristics, important elements, factors that we need to be intentional in doing for ourselves. So what does mindfulness look like? I think mindfulness definitely looks like someone putting their needs first and foremost. I mean, that's something I had to do. Pre-COVID, I had boundaries in place. I had times that I was off limits. 
my clients knew that they would not get a hold of me during a weekend. They knew that I wasn't available after 5 p.m. during the weekday. I had very strict boundaries and I needed those boundaries because I know how I work. I want to serve and serve you at all hours so that you know, you're prepared for the next day. You're prepared to serve your followers the next day. I mean, I know how far I could go. So I had to put those boundaries for myself. Now that was pre-COVID. <laughs> During COVID, those boundaries flew out the window. I found myself serving my leaders at all hours of the night, responding to their text messages, being available for them for phone calls during the middle of the night, being available for Zoom calls during the weekends. I was a, I made myself available to their executive team members, even their employees during the weekends. I mean, they would ask me for a workshop. The next day I would turn around a beautiful outline, a curriculum, and then I would conduct the workshop. I seriously had no boundaries anymore. <laughs> and I started to feel resentful. I started to feel like I was being taken advantage of. I started to feel on edge. I couldn't sleep anymore. My hypnosis or guided meditations weren't working. I felt like my nervous system was out of whack. It, it was just so much going on in my mind and in my body. And I had to come to terms with that. When I took a call at two in the morning from a leader and my husband said, what is happening to you? You have no limits anymore. Anyone can call you at any time. That wasn't you before. And this is when I had to really find awareness around my needs. And I had to be mindful of my needs and, and yes, still serve their needs. But I had to come to terms with getting back to the boundaries, getting back to those those guidelines that I set forth during the client contract phase, <laughs> I needed to get back to my needs and what I needed to replenish myself before I could go and help my leadership clients. So mindfulness is so important, my friends. So if you're in a state of overwhelm, a state of exhaustion, a state of resentment, maybe a state of you know just sacrifice, right? Cuz a lot of high performers and leaders we sacrifice so much. You know, we'll put our intimacy or our personal lives on hold for the sake of another area of our life, and it's usually career or business. And so if you are feeling this way right now, then when I ask you, I implore you to stop and find awareness around what your needs are. I promise you, continuing at this rate will not serve you or the people that follow you or the people that you influence. So if you want to be an amazing parent during this time, then we need to find ways to replenish your needs right now, first and foremost. Same thing, if you are leading your organizations right now, how are you responding to your employees? How are you responding to this environment that we're all living in? How are you reacting to these circumstances outside of your brain? How are you reacting in front of your peers or your subordinates or your followers? 
we have to be mindful of who we are, what our thoughts are, our feelings, our actions and behaviors. We need to look at you, the nucleus, first and foremost. So that's one thing I'd like for you to do right now is to stop and find awareness around how you are presenting yourself in the world today. Secondly, this idea of hope is really important. I think it's all three of these elements are so important. The idea of hope, right? It's it's being positive about an outcome, a potential outcome. It's having hope that our society will change for the better. It's hope that our children will remain safe and healthy during this pandemic. It is hope that our government will find a way to resolve this pandemic. The idea of hope, it's, it's like it's an idea that conjures up feelings of possibility, feelings of potential for improvement or betterment. Right? Because people say, you know, well, I hope this ends soon. But what does hope feel like? Is hope motivating? Does hope feel inspiring? You know, a lot of us have become cynics over the last few months during this pandemic. So many of us are just really feeling pessimistic about what the future looks like. We're fearing uncertainty, we fear the future. All of these feelings, negative feelings, that are keeping us from this idea of hope. So, what is your definition of hope? Are you feeling hopeful during this time? And if you're not, what can you do to find hope, to feel hopeful around your career, around your relationships, around your relationships with your family members, your children? around this economic climate, this pandemic climate, this social justice climate, this political campaign climate we're living through right now. Find ways to feel hopeful about these circumstances. And you can do that by really thinking about what you have control over. There's no point in ruminating around the things that you cannot control, right? There's so many things outside of our minds that we have no control over. So in order to find hopefulness, start with the question, what is it that I can control? What is it within my reach? What what can I change? What can I do to change the climate? What is the one small thing that I can do today to help someone else? So start with that question. What is within my control? How can I start today? How can I help change this climate that we're living in? That's how you're going to find hopefulness, my friend. And the last thing I want to talk about is compassion. That's the third element or the third characteristic. Having compassion for yourself. Again, first and foremost, we're looking at you, the supported leader, because you need to have compassion for yourself before you can have compassion for another. I mean, how do you feel compassion for another if if you treat yourself unkindly? If you treat yourself badly, if you beat yourself up, 
know, a lot of us high performers and leaders, we know the feeling of self-punishment. When we don't achieve a goal, when we don't live up to our standards, when our expectations do not match our reality, we beat ourselves up. And it's self-talk, right? It looks like negative self-talk. It looks like maybe doing some self-defeating habits like overindulging in food or overindulging in alcohol or over-shopping, right? We punish our bodies. We punish our minds because we feel like we didn't live up to a standard or a goal or an expectation. So we need to look within first and find compassion for ourselves. And telling ourselves every day, we're doing the best we can with what this climate has served us. We're doing the best we can in raising our children from home (laughs) during this virtual homeschooling environment. We're doing the best we can leading our organizations from Zoom. We're doing the best we can with the supplies that are available to us right now in our grocery stores. We're doing the best we can. And, and compassion, I feel, is what connects humankind. It connects humanity. And not many of us have been humane to ourselves or to others. But again, how can you be humane to another person if you don't even treat yourself kindly? So start with having compassion for yourself right now and what it is that you're doing to lead your family, to lead your organizations or your communities. Have compassion for yourself. The last thing we need to do right now is to punish ourselves for things that are beyond our control. And so we need to also, again, look at what is within our control and having compassion for the things that we don't have control over and knowing that it's okay. We're going to do the best we can with the resources that we have, with the capabilities that we have during this very interesting time that we're all living through. So compassion, my friends, is the ultimate connector of humanity. But we have to start with ourselves first and foremost. So there you have it, my friends, the three elements of a supported leader. Being mindful, having hopefulness, and practicing compassion. Remember, you are the nucleus, the core. We need to look at you first and foremost before you can go and serve another human. So mindfulness, hopefulness, and compassion. Now, I feel that after returning from that week-long getaway, I am now back rejuvenated, excited, ready to thrive, ready to serve my leadership clients. I am mindful of what my needs are. I'm hopeful of what this world is going to bring us. I'm no longer pessimistic of what is to come. And whatever is beyond my control will stay there beyond my control. And I will, more importantly, practice compassion for myself when I don't meet my goals, when I feel like I'm inadequate or when imposter syndrome hits and it hits hard, my friends. (laughs) So mindfulness, hopefulness, and compassion. Three things a supported leader needs. And I'm here, my friend, to support you along your leadership journey. Let's 
continue this conversation over on my Instagram page at Dr. Denise Simpson. Share with me how you are supporting yourself right now, the nucleus. I want to hear from you. What are your needs? How are you meeting your needs? How are you able to practice mindfulness? What are you hopeful for? And more importantly, are you having compassion for yourself? So head over to Instagram, DM me, would love to meet you and get to know you better. And also, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time on my Facebook page, you'll find me there live. So join me over there, engage in the comments, share some ideas with me in the comment section. I can't wait to see you on the next live, and I cannot wait to serve you on our next episode. I'm wishing you my best. Take care. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to join me inside my exclusive coaching membership for high performers. It's called Next Level Progress, or NLP for short, Next Level Progress. That's right. I want to help you reach your next level of success with confidence, with pride, and true fulfillment. So head over to drdenisesimpson.com forward slash NLP to get the support you need and deserve. That website again is drdenisesimpson.com forward slash NLP. See you inside, my friend.